It's a daily talk show, everyone. I'm Josh Jansen. I'm Tommy Jacket. And uh, were you delayed there? Was was that was that you? <laughs> no, no. no, I thought you were just giving it a nice pause between uh, <laughs> where we start. Um, it's episode, uh, what are we at? Uh, 87. 87. 87, and you are coming live from fucking middle of nowhere. Mate, I'm... We're not far from the most central point of Queensland, so like smack bang in the centre. That's probably like a 60Ks away from us here. Yeah. Uh, I'm currently sitting up a water tank. Like, the centre of Queensland. Yeah. Centre of Queensland. What did I say? I don't know. I think you just said the centre. Centre of Queensland. Oh, maybe you did say Queensland. Yeah. Maybe you Queensland. Mate. It's early. It's... It's 6.30 it's, in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> and so the... The reason I'm up this water tower is because it's the only spot that you get really quality reception. Yeah. Um, the the photo on Instagram that we that you posted, mm. you can see, you can see water like it's a full it's half full the water tank's half full, um, and it's currently freezing because Fuck. it's like it's so hot during the day out here and then come nighttime it just drops and it's so quiet, dude. You've never heard it this quiet. I can hear some birds. Is there lots of like... And I saw that you also posted on Instagram a photo of a frog on your, oh, yeah. on your camera. Did you place so that I've, frog there? No, I've got a time lapse. Last night, I had a time lapse going of the stars and yeah. um, and I and it went for about two hours. Uh-huh. And then I came back out after about an hour and there's a, a green frog like smack bang on my camera and I flicked it off. Yeah. And then came back 15 minutes later and the little bastard was back again. You flicked it off. That would fucking I just kind hurt. Of br- no, no, I kind of just brushed it off. Who, okay. me or the frog? No, the fucking frog. Um, so, <laughs> so can you explain to people what you're doing, how you got there? I just want to get an update, basically. Yeah, so I'm on a... Um, this is like a, a working cattle farm, sheep mm-hmm. farm. Um, it, they've currently just sold it, but the person who grew up here... I'm uh, out here making a video about the company that he's founded. And so this is like, you know, where he, um, you know, sort of, I guess, acquired all of his, you know, things in with who he is as a person, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Can hardly talk. It's so cold up here. But um, it's 30,000 acres, the farm. Fuck. Which, How many kilometers is that? Well, I think we worked it out. It's about 100, I think it's 120 kilometers squared. So of his land, that's how much the farm has in land. Oh mate, yeah, and that, and this is a small property. Like he's got friends with ninety thousand acre farms. So one hundred and twenty kilometers—that's the equivalent of fucking, like that's a that's a city, <laughs> dude. It is. There is so much land, and Australia is so big. You just kind of, I never really thought about it like this. But then when there's people out here with, you know, their own business on ninety thousand. Yeah, acres. There's, he was uh, he was telling me that there was someone up in the um, Kimberleys that owns two million acres. Fucking hell! So what's the like? What's the deal? What sort of actual what land is it? Like, what is it? Is it like dusty? Is it red? Is it like? It's, yeah, it's it, it is dusty and red and dry, and there's things that so it's all for cattle grazing and sheep. So they send them, you know, cattle's out onto the, onto the, onto the land to graze on the, what looks like fucking dusty plants, but they actually eat them. So, I mean, in comparison to say like 
the Gippsland where there's green grass everywhere. It's yeah. the opposite, but they do eat the foliage here. The and that's all they need? Like, are they in a it desert? To... Oh, sorry, are they in um, a drought at the moment? Oh, it, yeah. I mean, over the last five years, they were saying it has been very dry, but they have come off the back of that, and it is just a little bit less dry. But if you were to come out here, you see the ground, it's cracked, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, dusty, and yeah. it's it's barren. It looks, you know, when you're flying into these places, it's it's crazy. There is trees. It's quite, there is some, quite a lot of green trees, but... It's just very yellow land. It's mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. It's it makes you feel like you're in a movie, like you're in an outback Australia movie. So what's been it the, is outback the, Australia? I guess you, you know um, what my favourite question is. If we haven't sp- spoken in a while, <laughs> so what, what's the highlight what's, been? What's been the highlight? Well, you usually say what's the highlight of your day. Yeah. Um, well, it's been a couple of days been... now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I I met um some of Rupert's friends. Yeah. One of his mates is a, um, a cattle muster, a cattle farmer. Uh, I'd actually, a grazier. I, actually, I don't know. There's some terms. The thing is you can offend people <laughs> that work on the land by okay. you saying, because <laughs> I don't think they're just farmers. Okay. You know, they're basically fucking grass scientists. Like, ah, uh, sure. The complexities, the complexities of you know, owning cattle yeah. is crazy. Like, what were they saying? It's, you're not a cattle farmer, you're a, you're a grass specialist or something around that because you need to know how to actually grow the grass which feeds the cattle. But here's something interesting that you'll, I think, enjoy. Yeah. So I said, that they were talking around bulls mm-hmm. and um, and he was saying that they send a lot of their bulls, you know, after they've kind of you know, uh, bred and and um, created more animals for them. Yeah. They send them over to America. And so Americans, a lot of Americans um, are eating Australian bulls in their ground beef. Oh, really? So, and they we don't do that in Australia? Yeah. I, no, we'll definitely eat them here, but there's a, there's a big market to send the bulls from Australia. To America. I wonder if that's so so they can call it Australian beef or something like that. Just mix it up. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but it's um, yeah, they're definitely they're sending the bulls, which is. But do you eat bulls? Are you meant to eat bulls? Well, they're the the meat's quite serving them up as a steak. Yeah, that's why they ground. With the amount of meat I've eaten in the US over my trips with going to barbecue, I'm sure I've eaten probably the equivalent of an entire Australian bull, even if it's just a small <laughs> amount of in there. So you arrived. So what? So you went from Melbourne to Brisbane, Brisbane to Longreach. No, no, no. We no. did a stop. Went to Brisbane to Black Hall, uh-huh. and then another twenty minute plane ride to Longreach. Okay. And hang on, get this. Longreach is where uh, Qantas was founded. Did you know, and I'd never even thought about this, did you know Qantas is an acronym? Do you know what it stands for? No. See, I didn't even know it was an acronym. No. I mean, it makes sense because it's sort of like a weird word. It is. No, actually. And it's all ne- capitals. It make, it's starting to make more sense. <laughs> Queensland and Northern Territory Air Service. So it started by these four blokes. Yeah that um, bought like a plane they were running, I think, you know, supplies around Queensland and the Northern Territory. 
and then it just they got another plane another plane and, and now um, they've got fucking A380s to Dallas isn't it fucking insane <laughs> how that happens how like Outback does, Australia yeah. yeah and so how many properties did you pass or what was the trip like from the airport um, to the farm that you're staying on is it a farm that you're staying on is that what you call it yeah, it's a it's a working cattle station. Yeah, um, I forgot to mention that there was an hour and fifty minute drive from Longreach to this property. And dude, you go so you're on like a main road, and yeah. the town of Longreach, you know, it's like you, you're feeling kind of like you're in a rural town, small mm-hmm. shops, and um, you know, it's it's really interesting. But they've got everything: the IGA and news agency Ooh, and stuff. Like IGA that. But, wouldn't have to hunt. That's handy. <laughs> <laughs> then you go um, so we, we sort of head out 20 minutes and then you're on a dirt road for 40 minutes and like, that's their house the, that's where their house is at the end of now, well you go no. past a bunch of properties every 30 minutes <laughs> so there's like very few properties that you're going past because they're so big yeah. and so it's, it's a one lane road that is two directions and so there's like big cattle, um, you know, they call them road trains, which are like, you know, they blow your mind. They're like 50 metres long. Mm. It's like, a, a, not 50 metres long. It's maybe a truck? 25, 30. Oh, yeah. So it's like two trucks together, but they go down this same road that we're on. We didn't see any, but you have to veer off and let the truck go past. And so you just go down this dirt road and it's like your little fucking I-30 yeah. Would flip. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You would, you'd be upside down trying to get out, and there'd be a fucking eagle it's just on like, you. So, and and what they're doing is, um, they're taking the cattle from the farms, are they? Or what? <clears throat> like, what's their actual job? Those trucks. Yeah, yeah. Those big trucks are transporting the cattle to mm-hmm. somewhere, probably that people would rather not think about, and then. They'd like to go to a restaurant and eat the steak. <laughs> Do you feel like your perceptions, even though you've just been there for a couple of days, yeah. has any of your perceptions of anything changed since you've been there? <laughs> the And I say this because I'm talking about myself, the ignorance we have around meat yeah. and where it comes from. You know, uh-huh. I've just been kind of asking questions. The Rupert's mum has been farming this land for 30 years. Mm. And, you know, it just even questions like how long between the time an animal's killed and it's being sold in coals. How long is that? Well, how long you would, you think? What would uh, you think? Hmm, two weeks. It could be days. Like, it's okay. very quick. Yeah, interesting. And so... The Did you think it was longer too? Yeah, I thought it could have been, yeah, two weeks. I reckon I thought a similar time frame. I don't know, you've got to fucking transport it there. And, yeah. They're moving fast up here. Yeah. And, but, but here's the thing. We, um, you know, Rupert who grew up on this farm doesn't, um, you know, he's been a cattle farm, a cattle musterer, I yeah. think they call him. Um, but we stopped in at his friend's place who is currently still working the land. And uh-huh. God, it's unbelievable. I love to have him on our podcast. His name, his name was Hugh and he's literally just a walking encyclopedia around, you know, a certain topic of farming or, you know, I, 
yeah, I'm going to work that out. What, what, what the right term is? <laughs> no, 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 it's the right term because I don't think they. I don't know. They're probably they, having think... the same conversations, right? They're probably on some sort of farming podcast right now, saying, "Mate, I don't know if he's a videographer or a filmmaker." <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah. Um, we're all having the same conversations, but just hearing the complexities of actually, you know, their side and before it gets to the plate. But he, the way he was talking about the animals, yeah, it's like. Because what I was trying to work out is how long from the time they get the beast until the time that they send it off to the abattoir. And it can be like, I think, up to two years. So, there, and, so how many cattle do, does the um, cattle farm that you're on have? Oh, the, not many at the moment, but it can have up to a 1,000. Okay. And so, because um, 120 kilometers or whatever is a huge amount of land for even that amount of cattle right so what else do they do do they just like build fucking big bmx tracks do they do anything cool with their properties oh there's like i'm sure other people there this one doesn't have it but they've got you know quad bikes motorbikes um awesome like you know little uh dam and it's just it's picturesque yeah do they have the NBN, I mean, the National Broadband Network there? They've got satellite internet. Okay. So I think it's like uh, tra- there's satellite transmission of NBN, but it's uh, weak. Yeah, it's sure. so weak. Yeah, because um, I mean, the latency it, would be huge because it's going up to a satellite and back down. Yeah, it's, it's fucked. Um, so Hugh was telling us about, and this is seriously, dude, there is a documentary in yeah. in this um Something called doggers. Have you heard of no. people who... Do- wait, hang on. Can I guess? It's a job title. Isn't doggers, doggers yeah, the, the people in car parks, you turn your lights on? It's like a... <laughs> is it? No? Do you know what I'm talking job. about? Yeah, doggers. No, I think it's like a, a thing in the gay community. You turn your lights on, you go into a car park and you fuck. <laughs> That... Well, I could safely say it's not that. Okay. Uh, you'd be waiting a while out here for someone <laughs> to come to the car park. <laughs> what, what is, what's a dogger? A dogger is someone who hunts, captures and kills dingoes or dogs, wild dogs. I was close. <laughs> there's, a big, there's a massive problem out here. The fucking sneaky little pricks, the dingoes, they yeah. nip the back of sheep's legs so they... They um, oh. cut their their Achilles so they can't move, yeah. and then they wait until they are basically getting eaten alive by maggots, and then they come back and kill the animal. They're they're a real pest, and they're really territorial, right? Um, so hunting and, them would actually be pretty fun then, because you feel like you're doing something good. You're protecting. Well, it's the really hard though. It's really hard because they they're switched on. Yeah. They're a dog, you know. They're always fucking. They're a bit like you, very fucking onto everything, yeah. just sniffing around. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I would come back, like if we were hunting fox. Is it fox? Is that what you said? Or dingoes? No, dingoes. no they're dogs. Dingoes. Dingoes. What's the difference between a dingo and a fox? Um, complete difference. Species. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, is it, okay. So a fox is a is is a fox a dog? Look, you've been up in the country for two days, and I'm expecting you to know everything. <laughs> I don't. I'd, I'd, I'd safely say that fox isn't a dog. Okay. I don't know. Is it? 
Um, I'm, I'm, it's probably easier for me to Google right now, but let's close yeah, the loop true. tomorrow with that yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, no, so that's interesting. So does... does um, yeah, it, it gets better. So th- yeah. there's this one well-known dogger um, up here that works the land. Have you guessed how much money he earned last year? And this, and this, it takes into account he gets paid like thousand dollars a week from farmers to hunt. Plus, he gets like a six hundred dollars per dog that he kills. Mm-hmm. Have uh, a guess. Uh, he's probably on one hundred and fifty thousand. He made over three hundred thousand dollars. Amazing! That's a lot of dogs. Well, he's 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 like they call him. They reckon he's part dog. Really? <laughs> so was yeah, it that he... hard that that's like? It must be pretty hard if that's like if they're paying six hundred bucks per dog. Well, yeah, I mean, it shows you how much they need them gone because yeah. of you know them ruining, you know, nipping cattle, and then the cattle just starts. Oh, yeah, this is what they do when the when the cows are um, thirsty and their tongues out mm-hmm. and they're you know <sighs> the 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 um, the dingoes run in and bite off their tongue. Oh. And then, and then the they get infected, and they start dying of um, you know, they're getting eaten alive, and then the dingoes come back in and take them down because they're so exhausted oh, and eat them. And so you see, like this is, you know, it'd be like someone coming in trying to, you know, fuck up your camera. I mean, I'm trying to just <laughs> get a bit of relatability for yeah. the city slickers. Yeah, there's probably none. <laughs> there's so you um. Yeah, so like, do you feel scared at all? Like with these with dingoes, you said that I saw that you said on Instagram that two of the most venomous snakes in Australia yeah. is on that farm. Yeah, like, I can't you, remember one. A bit scared. Of, a, a taipan, maybe a taipan. The other one's a king, king brown. But it's you, no, so you can't I'm just, I'm just being cautious. Like they the. Um, you know, dogs. This guy Hugh that was telling me about the dogger, he um, had a sausage dog. And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, that's our fifth." I said, "What happened to the others?" And he said, "He went off. You know, got his fingers out. One got run over. The next one got run over. The next one got bitten by a snake. Yeah, I think the next one did too. So the, you know, they are animals do get bitten up here, but it, it, the, the family that live on this property have yeah. never." Um, Never been. No one's ever been bitten on this property, or yeah. no one in their family's been bitten. You'd hope but not, because they they'd fucking die, wouldn't they? Well, yeah. There's flying doctor service that comes out if something happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone's pretty relaxed. There's a real. It's a real community. Yeah. I know, just did a. I just, up here. I just did a search for dogger on Urban Dictionary because I was pretty certain about yeah. that whole car park thing. <laughs> An Urban Dictionary's definition of a dogger is a person who jogs with their dog. <laughs> so, there you go. That's, that's what the... Um, that's obviously, hilarious. The Urban Dictionary is probably not the, the go-to source. But, yeah, no. that's, that's what they're, they're calling just, a dogger. Just back to the dogger. He's, um, you can't actually call him. You, mm. you have to leave a message somewhere and he shows up at your property. Um, what does that mean? You know, he's like he so he doesn't. Ha- I don't think he has a mobile phone, but so like you get a message to. Him. I can't remember how. You either call somewhere and leave a message, and he'll come to your property when he wants. And um, 
and they were like they he's so in tune with the land like he'll spend two days walking around the property just yeah. checking it out you look like he from the outside it looks like he's doing nothing and then he'll just walk along and go yeah this is the spot to put the trap and so, then come back a day later and there's dogs caught in the trap fuck. and then he kills them um what they, someone said i think he beats them up he, like just to fucking teach him a lesson and no nah. Why does yeah, he beat I him? I, there was some reason why I beat him, but it just I just got so <laughs> thinking about him beating them. It was <laughs> it's so full on. But then he's, um, this I think it was this guy Hugh was saying that he um, was on a property and he took somebody like just out driving. They were on motorbike for hours and hours, and there was a there was a big pack of dingoes on the farm, and he literally just rode for hours. And then he's like, "Yep, they're in this log." Really? And they were, yeah. So he's like, you know, he's like a Indian, a you native Indian it. that's tracking. You know, they're amazing at tracking things. Yeah. And he and he must, but like, imagine doing a doco on that bloke. That would be super fun. You... I mean, I would be pretty. I'd be a bit scared, but it would be fun. I mean, you guess it, like <laughs> of, are of the him. dingoes. No, are the dingoes. Um, can uh, can they kill humans? They could uh, fucking I'm eat sure you. They, they could fuck you up. Are they like? Was has there been any Definitely. warning of around like? Don't if you see a dingo, what to do? Yeah, I can't, uh, no, not that I know of. Okay, so you should be fine. And what's the yeah, what's yeah, the lifestyle like? Like what what's like the lifestyle like? Um, in in what way? In it just in, in terms of get up, what you do? Yeah, yeah. As in, like, um, who's around? What's the lo- could you live? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like there's fuck all people. But I saw closest, that- closest neighbor here is 15 k's away. I think. Yeah, sure. Which is you know, it's, it's double the distance that we live apart from each other, and yeah. it's just a road. Fuck. But did you see? On Instagram stories, the the, um, the pub that I went to. Yeah, so you went to a pub which had like a self service um, beer pourer. Yeah, no, that wasn't self service. That was the guy. Behind that was a guy it. working there. Jeez, it was cash. <laughs> no, they're very cash up here. Um, but yeah, that, that was such an amazing like outback pub experience. It's um, what was the sign out the front? Cold beer drink now or something yeah. like <laughs> just very basic marketing but to the point and all you need to know we serve cold beer here um and so yeah we went in there and it's just like it's like you're stepping back in time it's yeah. they're just so basic stickers all over the walls and you know the um the beer tap just so old school but fucking amazing and so that's the closest town and I butchered the name on earlier episode on Monday's episode I said I think I said it was Matum- Matumbra yeah and what is but it it's, it's Mudabara okay you really fucked it I really fucked it <laughs> um, so sorry to all our listeners in Mudabara yeah um, probably going viral now that like what what are people asking you do they have any interest in or do they get City Slicker life already or have they asked you any questions anyone Nah, no, no one's. Everyone's like pretty laid back. They'd think you're fucking coming on a bit strong. What was the yeah. best part of your day? They'd, yeah. they'd be, like, be like, Jesus, bro, <laughs> settle, <laughs> settle down. But one of them, the guy from the pub, he's, his daughter works at Mona, 
in Tasmania. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, you know, as much as we are very far out, there's, you know, a lot of people doing, you know, traveling to yeah. find the opportunities. I just always think of, when I hear, you know, these types of stories like you're talking about now, think like how little I've seen of Australia in the sense that oh. I've seen the capital cities and I've actually seen more of the US and weird and wacky areas of the US than I have of Australia. Same here. I uh, This is the furthest inland point I've ever been to in yeah. Australia. And we're talking about tourism out here and and how, you know, we can get people out to experience this, you know, experience what what I have when, it, when, when I arrived on Monday night because we didn't get here until like, you know, it was dark, five o'clock, but we yeah. drove in and Rupert's mum and, you know, had a fire going and they'd set out a table and there was dinner where we, we cooked some beautiful steaks and it was just like this. I mean, if you, you'd pay to come and have that experience Absolutely. on this property where, you, you know, you look in every direction, you just see, they're just, it's open and you just, you can't really fathom how how large the property is. Do you reckon you know, there could be an industry? Like, I wonder whether, like, say what we do. Do you think we could live somewhere like that and just sort of have your internet, be making films around that area? Or yeah, you could. It's um, I mean, everyone's working pretty hard here, mm. and um, and and the thought around why it hasn't really happened, like a tourism opportunity someone building you know you'd have to build like a a resort style thing yeah because everyone's busy here the, mm. you know everyone like owning a farm is like a they're working constantly you know yeah it's a it's a really it's a lifestyle job do you get a sense of like real estate <clears throat> prices and stuff have you spoken to them about that and you know i think um yeah i don't know the the, the cost yeah, it's. I mean, I'm sure you could Google it. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you're buying you're buying up to fucking thirty thousand acres. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's not you just little. Oh, I'll just buy a property. Yeah, it is pretty. Because then fun. you've got to you've got to do something with it. So the the guy the guy that you're filming, tell us yeah. what if what have you learnt about him? He just came and took a photo of me. Uh, awesome. Um, up, up on this, we should post that. <laughs> I'm in the most awkward position. I'm straddling the 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 fucking um the ladder and the metal silo. It's oh, And to be clear and to be clear, I told you like when we were planning this uh yesterday to make sure it was all good, I was I tend to go on the complicated route which involved laptop <laughs> external microphone, but you were being a bit of a pussy, so we had to Mate. just use your phone. Yeah, I'm very glad that I. <laughs> yeah, so I so, so tell me, what's been the uh, what was the guy's name again that you you filmed? Rupert. Rupert. He's, so he's what's just walking behind the tank as we speak? So what's um, Rupert's career? So how long he was he on the farm? What was the what was like lifestyle? What was the ch- you know growing up around there? Like? I'm an I'm an expert on Rupert now because we've been interviewing. <laughs> Are you going in for a coffee? I'll be in soon. Uh, yeah, so Rupert grew up out here, and I've just uh, lost Tommy. My guess is that one extra phone near the uh, water silo was enough to push uh, push Tommy out. Tommy, can you hear me? 
This is unfortunate. Look, we we might With a bunch have, of other kids that were living. Can you hear me, Tommy? Yeah, I can. Yeah, hear. yeah. Tell tell that story again because I just it completely fucking cut out as soon as you said bye to Rupert. I had a my my <laughs> vibe was that his phone was taking or every p- bit of three G that you had. <laughs> so can you yeah tell it? So I'll tell yeah, you. yeah. What's Rupert? So story? yes. So where I'm sitting, I'm looking down at like a um a little cottage, and it's yeah. where he. Spent his childhood doing primary school over the radio. So he, because they're so far out here, um, every morning, 30 minutes a day, he'd speak to a teacher uh, with a bunch of other kids. It's actually, there's a name for it. What is it? Um, School of the Air. Yeah. Um, And so it's for remote living to get their education. Back in the day, you know, now it's a bit different. They've got Skype and smart devices but this was legit hand holding a fucking two-way radio i remember like in the school library you would see books about this sort of stuff you know you sort of the old school picture of like the big radio system and stuff like that yeah and so he um spent his time here and you know now lives in sydney but grew, grew up here and he went to uni in mel uh in geelong yeah. There's a great, there's a really um, great, I think it's agriculture and farming degrees that you can get down there. Yeah. There's like a university, it's a private university that's prestigious. And he did, he went there and lived in Sydney and founded a company now that um, draws on all of those you know, elements of his upbringing, the remoteness and learning and connecting with people. And so he's got this app. <laughs> I feel like I can just sell it for him now because yeah, I know it. so much about it. It um, connects you know, individuals with mentors and coaches and teachers through the app, which is called Wonder. And it's um, just about creating opportunity for people that might not have access to people like mentors. You know, if you yeah. don't live... I mean, for a lot of people, it's like, how do you get in touch with... How do you become mates with a bloke like Craig Harper if yeah. he's the guy that you want to learn from? I mean, you watch his stuff, but getting face-to-face time is, you know, tough. And that's, I guess that's what I was even thinking about. Move, if you were to move somewhere like that, yeah, you can, you can film stuff, you can, you can have mm. an internet connection, but actually connecting with people, especially for people who haven't done like a city sort of life and created that network that they can at least... Skype into you know the existing network. Yeah, sounds like a an awesome opportunity. Yeah, and so he's he's creating this um, this app, and that's what we're doing. We're out here just sort of filming the the story of where he grew up, and um, yeah, fuck, it's amazing. The sun's just risen, and it's just it's majestic out here, Joshua. Well, it's very gloomy here in Abbotsford <laughs> in Melbourne. It's. Uh, very overcast. It's um yeah, pretty dark. But anyway, it's, it sounds beautiful where you are. Right, um, it's amazing. And so will you uh today is what Wednesday? You fly yeah, back. You fly back Thursday. Thursday over. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have yeah. um two more episodes uh from uh middle of fucking nowhere or whatever the place yeah. was called. Um, which is awesome. So, uh, what we can do is if anyone does have any questions, thoughts, 
we should get them in on the email and then if it's shit that yeah. you can't even answer we you can ask Rupert before the show and um and on Friday yeah, we definitely. we also have a um a special guest uh, which we're going to record on Friday when you're back in Melbourne around your fucking schedule and um that's, yeah. I'm excited about that too because it's uh, uh one of our friends who's doing something really cool and I think it's getting announced on Friday and we'll have him on so it's something to look forward to. Oh, good hook. Good yeah. hook, Josh. Hey, this good is hook. the first time I'm doing a hook. It's a bit exciting. Um, <laughs> hi at the Daily Talk Show is the email. And we're also uh, on Twitter now, TJ. It's yeah. um, the Daily TS because the Daily Talk Show was too long. It's the official um, tagline. Anyway, Easy. Uh, mate, enjoy uh, wrangling cattle or whatever you're doing today. <laughs> I'm going to get down off this silo and have a, Great. Take have a, a photo for Take a photo for us. Yeah, man. All right, have a good one. See you guys. Daily Talk Show, everyone. Remember that email address is hi at thedailytalkshow.com. See you tomorrow.